Welcome to the Stella Fit Podcast. Stella Bergen dives into what you need to know to live your very best life. Stella is an executive coach, personal trainer, performance expert, and life coach. Stella tackles today's hot topics, including nutrition, exercise, sleep, and stress. In this podcast, find out what obstacles and challenges her clients are facing and how Stella is helping them meet their goals. Join us to find health strategies that work. I'm Danielle Critchline. And I'm Stella Bergen. So Stella, last week when we finished up, you told us you were going to give us your top five things you take in your carry-on when you travel. Yeah, you know, I think last time we were um, recording the podcast, it was about to go to Nashville for my mother's 80th birthday. Very difficult to believe that my mother is 80, but shout out to my mom because she's pretty tremendous 80-year-old. Knowing you, I can believe that. So tell us, how did the packing go? It doesn't take me very long to pack. So I have the things that are absolutely the most important to me that I get in my bag are really my healthy things because the, the things that kind of keep me on track just with my healthy habits. Because as long as I feel good when I'm traveling, then I it's fun, right? But there's nothing worse than getting somewhere and just feeling lousy. And you really, you've spent money and time and, you know, whether you're there for business or for vacation or for someone's birthday or bridesmaids shower or whatever it is, you really want to feel good while you're on vacation or while you're traveling, you know, it makes it really tough if you don't feel good. So as we mentioned before, I used to be a flight attendant for American Airlines. And I have to tell you, not all of these things, because this list has really evolved over the last 25 years. What are the top five things you bring with you? Number one thing that I always carry and I have my kids carry and try to get my husband to carry is a reusable water bottle. And thank goodness, right? Because it used to be that um, you had to go through security and then you had to go buy the 32 ounce water bottle, depending on where you were going. And if you didn't buy the big one because you didn't want to get put that in your bag, you bought the little one that you didn't you know, you, it didn't take very long to drink a little bottle of water, right? And it's always crazy overpriced in the crazy overpriced, right? So thank goodness. I, most of the airports I've been in recently over the past two years, it seems that more and more putting in the reusable water bottle filler. Um, they are typically by the bathrooms. Often the drinking fountain now has the water bottle filler, it's like the combo, right? Right, right? But then some of the more modern airports have just a full, they have the drinking fountain separate from the reusable right. water bottle. Yeah, like, I've seen that too. Yeah, like SFO, I think, has pretty yeah, modern, like new ones. But um, pack the reusable water bottle. Make I like the, uh, I prefer the insulated stainless steel ones just because I like cold water, at least very cool water. Um, my favorite are Hydro Flask. Um, my kids like, my youngest daughter likes the Swell Bottle. My 17-year-old son likes the Yeti, swears by the Yeti. Doesn't matter, but just bring a reusable water bottle. 
And then when we get to the airport, I, that is usually the first thing I do is go fill up my water bottle. And if you have to go to the bathroom, you can go to the bathroom and fill up your water bottle and then go to your gate. Right, so. right. Definitely don't try and take a full water bottle through security. Yes, and I made that mistake. <laughs> it wasn't full, but I didn't realize we were going, this was a few years ago, and we were, you know, when we travel, it's it, it's like a traveling circus. It's better now because my kids are older and um, they're all super independent, and they, they've always been good travelers. That was definitely um, one of the things I made sure when they were young that I tried to travel with my kids fairly often. And, you know, kind of went through, like, you don't get out of your seat if the seatbelt sign's on. Like, right. taught them how to go through security by themselves. And um, and so they, they're all good travelers. But it definitely, there were some years it was like the traveling circus just because there were so many of us. And so a few years ago, we were going through LaGuardia. And I didn't realize my bag starts going through when my water bottle was in my backpack. And it still had water in it. Well, instead of, like getting it out and dumping it and running my bag back through, they told me I actually had to go out of security, dump the water and come back through security. Oh my God. Which would have been a nightmare if there had been a long line at security. It was summertime in LaGuardia. And fortunately I didn't have to re-wait in the entire line. Like I didn't have to go. I don't think I had to go back through, um, you know, like having my ID scanned and everything. I can't remember. I just remember that initial panic of my whole family is going to the gate and I have to go back Back through security by myself. So yes, absolutely. Uh, You know what? It's the last time I'll do that. I always remember I dump my water. Usually when I'm dropped off at the airport, I dump it outside if it has water in it and then throw it back in my bag. So dump the water Yes, absolutely. Okay, so number two, these are not not really in any particular order, but uh, number two, snacks. Um, So, uh, you know, I always pack snacks and not so much for the plane. So sure, I like the comfort of knowing if I am hungry on the plane that I have a go-to something and I don't necessarily have to order something off the plane or depend on the pretzels or peanuts or other crackers, cookies, other stuff that they hand out. But um, I actually um, like to have some bars or nuts and stuff because sometimes I just eat that for breakfast in my hotel room. So I'm one of those people that will forego going down and getting a full breakfast for a workout. You know, so if I have to juggle time when I'm traveling, um, that maybe I get an extra hour of sleep because the, the time zone difference, then I would rather just have a bar or some nuts and fruit, dried fruit or whatever, and then just wait till lunch. So, you know, don't think of it just as like having snacks on the plane. You want to bring a few extra things in case, you know, you want to have extra options and not have to go grab a Starbucks meal or down to your, um, to your local cafe or whatever. So what are some of the things you take? Yeah. So, um, I always pack some energy bars and, and I tend to like the energy bars that have minimal ingredients. So the Lara bars are pretty good. They usually just have dried fruit and nuts and some have like, you can get the chocolate peanut butter. So obviously it's got whatever the dark chocolate, the ingredients for the dark chocolate. Um, 
There's some good superfood energy bars. What you really want to do is just look at the ingredients and make sure that A, you can read the ingredients, that they're not chemicals, and that there's only a handful of ingredients, like let's say maybe five, a good quality energy bar. So usually I pack four or five. I just throw them in my backpack. And then and other things are just, you know, getting like small packs of nuts, like Trader Joe's has individualized packets of nuts, which are great because then you're not, you don't run the risk of eating the entire bag of cashews. <laughs> That's I would do. Which I'm sure I've done that at some point too. But, um, or just take little snack size baggies. Ziplocs. Yeah, the yeah. Ziplocs and make your own. Just put like, you know, a handful of nuts, like maybe 10 to 12 nuts and a few dried cranberries or chop up an apricot. Um, one of my favorite combos for fruit and nuts are dates and walnuts. It's such a yummy combo that you could take a date, take the pit out of it and then um, chop it. Like just, you know, slice the date like it maybe in eight to 10 pieces. So make them small because dates are pretty big. And then throw, you know, break your walnuts in half and date some walnuts. Just a really yummy combo. And it's a great combo for pre-post exercise. Hmm, yeah. I'll have to try that. Yeah. So date some walnuts. Uh, another um, great thing to bring or like, I don't know if you're familiar with the Mary's uh, crackers. They're pretty good quality. I, I assume they're most everywhere in the U.S., but they're gluten-free. They have like the super seed. They have a few that have like the original brand, but they're gluten-free and they're, they've got a lot of seeds in them. So, and they're really tasty. Like you could always just do a little snack size, like take like three snack size. It's, um, Ziplocs, uh, with like, you know, let's say seven crackers in there. And then you could do little, you can go get those little individual packets of Justin's almond butter or peanut butter yeah, and just throw a couple of those in there. And I know you can buy those. Um, I'm sure you can buy those from Amazon, quite frankly. I'm sure you can get the Mary's crackers from Amazon, too, because Whole Foods has them. Right, that's what right? I So all this stuff you can get on Amazon because Whole Foods carries all of it. I've even seen the almond butter packages at Safeway. So. Yeah, Safeway has them. I'm sure Publix, whatever your local grocery store, probably carries suggestions. Those are fabulous. Um, because also, even if you're not eating the crackers, but, um, you know, you can always stop at your local, most local markets, you can grab a banana and a banana and throw some peanut butter on there. That's a great breakfast combo. Perfect. Quick breakfast keeps you satisfied for a while and you can still fit in that workout or blow dry your hair, whichever one's (laughs) more important to you. Right. I mean, you have to make choices, you know, I mean. Okay, number three, um, I usually take a couple of lemons. All right, you guys are going to laugh because we we were talking about this before, and Danielle's Canadian, and so she called me out that you cannot take your lemons to Canada. Or limes. (laughs) Or limes, or any citrus fruit whatsoever. But I usually, I like to have a half of a lemon squeezed into kind of warm water, not hot, but warm water, in the morning before I have coffee or anything else. So I feel like it's cleansing, detoxifying, but more importantly, it's really hydrating. And coffee is dehydrating. So caffeinated beverages are dehydrating. So I just, once I switch that healthy habit, I'm just really 
used to it. And I just enjoy drinking that warm lemon water first thing in the morning. I listen to my daily podcast. I, you know, I have a little ritual that I do and I try to keep that as best I can when I travel. Like I try to wake up a little bit, maybe 10 minutes, drink early, drink my lemon water. I often maybe sometimes check my email when I'm traveling or listen to my daily podcast. And I just try to stay on that regular routine. Um, So I will take a Ziploc bag. I put two lemons and I take a plastic knife and just so I can cut the lemons in the hotel room. Right, right. So you can't take real knives on the plane. (laughs) Right. So, and you can throw those in. Like I just pack them in my backpack. Like they will go through security just fine unless you're going to Canada and and probably some places internationally. I don't know. You could maybe check. Yeah, I have no idea. I just know Canada for sure not. Yeah. Yeah, so I wonder what would happen if you packed them in your suitcase. I they... you know I I don't think that <laughs> is like it I like told total you earlier, contraband. They searched our boat looking for lemons and limes before. It's which total contraband. It is. I have no idea why somebody. If you know out there why lemons and limes are such a big deal, let it, us know. I bet it's the soil. Maybe other than you not, they're not grow. I mean, I wonder, right? Anyway, the other great um, tip that someone gave me actually okay my brother gave me this tip which is funny because i got my brother a couple years ago drinking um unfiltered raw apple cider vinegar is just a gut health enhancement right so um unfiltered raw apple cider vinegar is has been used for centuries right in terms of it's um it's fermented right so it goes along with the kombuchas and the Um, yogurt, whatever is being really good for your gut and, and your, the bacteria in your gut. And, um, I started drinking the unfiltered raw. I I put it in apple cider vinegar. I put it in my green smoothie usually in the morning. I just add like a couple of tablespoons. So you're not having to drink it raw, but, and it makes my green smoothie a little bit sour, but I kind of like that. I've gotten used to it, but most people don't like that taste. I mean, and it can be um, irritating, right? right? right. And you're, um, you know, for some people, they find it irritate, burning, right? right? Either, yeah, like in your esophagus or for some people, they don't tolerate it very well. But my brother found um, you can get the raw apple cider vinegar pills. You can get them on Amazon. So I have not found them in our local Pharmaca or at Whole Body. But you can get them on Amazon. So, you know, maybe Whole Foods does carry them, some of the Whole Foods. But I just order them on Amazon. In fact, I've got my um, freshmen in college taking them just as, you know, when your kids go away to college, I mean, you're looking for ways to try to help them stay healthy. They're living in dorms with lots of kids who, quite frankly, don't take care of themselves. And, you know, knock on something so far so good. She takes her apple cider vinegar pills every day. And my all my teenagers take them. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So they wouldn't I didn't drink even know they had the pills. Right. And they... I, I have tried to take the apple cider vinegar before in water and you're right. It's it takes Yeah. I mean it takes a special person. You have to like like you know, if you like vinegar, it's not so bad, but a lot of people really aren't, you know, it's just your taste buds, right? right? Just don't tolerate it. And like I said, like my mom, it gave her heartburn. She couldn't drink it, but you know, almost everyone can take the pill for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to read the reviews and check, 
you know, I, I try to go through a bunch of different ones just to read the reviews and, and, you know, you need to check how many milligrams of raw apple cider vinegar in there and just make sure you know what you're buying actually. But, um, I, now I travel with those. I used to like ridiculous. I would go, I would find my little market, go get my small bottle of Bragg's unfiltered raw apple cider vinegar, which half the time they never even had the small one. So I'm buying the, I mean, it's cheap. You know, so you're not really wasting a lot of a lot of money, but you're wasting a lot of apple cider exactly. vinegar. I mean, Just it was ridiculous. It yeah, I would drink it for three days and leave it in the hotel yeah, room. So totally. I was so happy when, thanks to my brother, shout out to him, turned me on to the apple cider vinegar pills fabulous fine. I'm okay? definitely going to get those for our next trip. Yeah. And with those, just make sure you take your supplements, right? So for me, the lemons, the apple cider vinegar pills and my supplements kind of all go in together. It's just um, the things that you just the add-ons, right? To just try to help keep you um, consistent. Yeah. yeah. And consistent, right? So whether you take multivitamins or uh, prodophilus or acidophilus or probiotics, um, whatever you take, right? Just pack those couple days before. Often my supplements, I will even just a couple nights before I travel, just have those packed and stick them in my bag and just to try to do things a little bit early so I'm ready to go. All right, number four, never ever leave home without your workout gear, ever. Not if you're spending the night somewhere, don't leave home without your workout gear. Um, I So when I was a flight attendant, I always kept an extra pair of running shoes. I was so paranoid that I would actually forget my running shoes because this was before the days of barefoot running. So maybe I would have been crazy enough in this day and age to go barefoot running at some point, but probably not. Yikes. <laughs> um, but I was so paranoid that I would forget my running shoes and want to run and not be able to run that I always, I just kept a separate pair in my bag all the time. So um, I always pack my running shoes and I usually take one pair of yoga pants, one pair of running shorts. And then like two tops that can go to yoga or go running, right? Same thing. And then like a little long sleeves. Like I have like, you know, just my minimum gear. You can always, the nice thing about workout gear, you can rinse it out in the hotel room, wrap it in a towel, get the excess water out, hang it up overnight. And it's, I mean, unless you're in just a really humid, moist environment, hotel rooms tend to be dry on the dry side anyway you know, be dry and ready for you to go out in the next day, right? You just, you don't need to pack a lot. Right. Yeah. Just pack your favorite shorts and your favorite yoga pants and you're ready. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't have your, forget your running gear, you can always work out in your pajamas, barefoot in your hotel. Room. I was just saying, <laughs> I was just visualizing the, what, the consequences of me going to the gym. Yeah. I put in my pajamas. <laughs> no, but you can do 10 minutes. Remember, I know right. last and the last time we talked about just doing a basic 10 minutes of yoga, right. you know, with an app, or you can do take five exercises, do one minute each, and do two sets. You can do that barefoot yeah. in your pajamas, Absolutely. right? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to break a, a huge sweat. You should be fine. But really, pack your workout gear. You never know. I mean, it's a great running or walking 
you know, on bike paths and cities. It's just a great way to see the city in a different way. Get out, get some fresh air. It it will acclimate you to your time zone and to, you know, the city and kind of get you oriented in terms of the ge- geography of the city. Um, you know, I mean, we often, like if we land somewhere, if you don't have time to go for a run or or go you know, to the gym, we'll just try to walk to dinner, you know, that mm-hmm. night, like just walk and pick somewhere that's, you know, a little bit further away, you know, so if you can, you're not always in a place you can walk to dinner, but they're just ways getting out and walking and getting fresh air and orienting yourself to your location. is just a great way to kind of get on the time zone and, and get acclimated to where you are. Um, so the last but lot, lot not least, last but not least is my travel pillow. And this was a find I only found about, it's been in the last two years. I was just not one of those people that carried their travel pillow. I, I don't sleep very well on planes ever. So I just never, I never bought one. I never, you know, the people that would walk through the airport with the half moon travel pillow on their neck. Well, that's me now. But I thought I was like, that is so silly. And then I was taking a late afternoon flight to New York with my daughter. And of course they had the two for, you know, you could get two of them for a special price. Right. right? So I decided to buy them. Well, lo and behold, I felt so much better. So my theory is because with the travel pillow on your neck, if forces you to hold your spine straighter Hmm. and so therefore I don't slouch on the plane I don't end up with my head in some awkward position trying to get comfortable I don't I just I keep my neck straight and I I'm not like my hips haven't hurt as much my back like often you know when you're crammed in those you know, right. the smaller seats on the plane and you're in these awkward positions, I have just found that I'm more comfortable. So now I don't leave home without my travel pillow. I probably would bring it on a long car ride. <laughs> I just, like I said, I, you know, I think it just forces you to sit up a little straighter because it's around your neck. So if you're, you know, if you've got your cervical spine nice and straight to support the the pillow, it lifts you up, right? From a Pilates standpoint, right? If you're pulling your spine up from the crown of your head, it just forces you in a little bit more um, straight spinal position. So I, I think you just feel better, right? If we all sat I'm trying to comfortably sit up, <laughs> sit up straight, we would feel better. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. So the travel pillow would be my top five. So the end of my top five, but I'm going to throw in one more for those of you that have an Apple watch or a Fitbit or any of the other, um, you know, um, smart watches watches or fitness trackers that have the breathe app. That's also a great thing to tap into when you're traveling. Um, you know, I know often I'll be sitting on the plane and my little breathe app comes on and tells me to breathe for one minute, whether you're in a conference or whether you are just walking around the city, sitting on the subway, that's just a great time. Have that little reminder, take one minute and just focus on your breath and just to have that little meditation piece. And, um, 
if you don't have a fitness tracker or a Apple watch or, or a smartwatch, um, Headspace is a great app. You can load on your phone. It's a meditation app, but it has all kinds. It's a great app for teenagers. Um, but it's a good one. Um, just so that you can also load, uh, breathe apps. The calm is one of them. I know they run a ton of ads on, uh, social media, but calm C A L M, um, is another one that's just going to give you that one minute, you know, a breathing. So, uh, that would be kind of my five B my bonus, my bonus suggestion. Nice. So, um, but anyway, if you guys will, you know, make your own list, like take my list and maybe think like, Oh yeah, I always forget X, Y, and Z and make your own list and just keep it handy and, and don't leave home without your, your little tools, your tricks and tools for keeping you healthy and, um, and, and, and kind of keeping on your healthy habits on the road. Cause it will definitely make that transition from travel and back home smoother and you, you just won't, you know, you won't have that sense of when you get back, you'll just jump right back into your routine. You won't lose productivity time. And you just, you know, you feel better. At the end of the day, we can only give what we what we have in our tank. And if we don't feel good, you know, our tank is is just is not up to is not full enough to be able to to put forth into the world, right? right? right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. If you give too much either when you're traveling, then you might get sick when you get back or... Right, right. And just keeping yourself feeling good when you travel just helps you when you get back. You just keep your, your tank full. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll have to see how everyone does at these big travel weekends coming up. And... Yeah. And, you know, but the holidays coming up, um, I know we would love to hear from you. This is a great time for you guys to send us any suggestions either for getting through the holidays or um or you know anything you want to talk about like with the new year um just give us a heads up and just say hey can you guys hear talk email us on stellafit.com we'd love to hear from you and what you think and yeah just shoot us an email on stellafit.com and make sure you like share subscribe listen to the podcast tell your friends so appreciative of those of you who've been putting it out there to the world.